Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Welcome to the Lazy Geeks Network. Welcome, everybody, to the Lazy Geeks podcast here on the Lazy Geeks Network, our weekly news podcast that discusses news that interest us from the past week. This is for the week of October 2nd, and here we are kicking off Season 7. 7. <laughs> 7. Did you hear that? It's 7. Motherfucking 7. 7. Seventh heaven. What? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that, oh, I um, yeah, yeah, they were talking about like a seventh heaven reunion or something like that, and why? I was like, I, that's well, one, I was like, why? But the the uh, the woman that played the mom in that show, she was like, well, yeah, we have a, <laughs> we could have a reunion if as long as they killed off uh, the the father. I was yeah, like, what did he do again? Yeah, he was supposedly you know inappropriate with some girls underage mm, mm, mm. yeah well i mean it fit i mean he played a you know played a priest so he was he wasn't a preach a priest <laughs> wasn't he, he was a um he was a preacher like he wasn't catholic yeah but does it really matter to the catholics probably <laughs> <laughs> like hey he's not one of us <laughs> yeah i know that shit. <laughs> yeah no he was with <laughs> girls no he wasn't catholic oh <laughs> <laughs> and that's how we kick off season seven, people. <laughs> it was a um, oh yeah. Uh, so before we kick off the show, uh, wanted to uh, let everybody know in case they hadn't heard. Um, you know, I live in the great state of denial. I mean, California, and uh, we are under a earthquake advisory for like the next couple of days for the last. 40 years <laughs> right i mean they've been saying that since i was like five years old but um yeah apparently because there's been a lot of earthquakes in the salton sea which is further south from me in la um it's putting unusual strain 
on the uh, the San Andreas Fault. So um, I call bullshit because <laughs> when was the last time they were able to accurately predict an earthquake? Um, so I'm thinking more along the lines of yeah, that uh, that that's that's bullshit right there. Um, however, if Adam does the show solo next week, you'll know I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like hi guys um they haven't found steve yet uh, <laughs> however they did find his porn collection so oh that that well, so it was so large it was like that. <laughs> and they found him crushed underneath it <laughs> right with a smile on his face and his right. dick in his hand he <laughs> came and went at the same time oh mm-hmm. <laughs> uh um but as we uh, as we kick off our uh, seventh season, we wanted to take a moment to thank all of you for returning for this uh, new season of the Lazy Geeks. We hope you enjoyed the past month's summer rewind. If you didn't, uh, if you didn't, then go fuck yourself. The reason the, <laughs> the reason for the shows that were selected um, last month it was simply to show you guys that we are kind of going to get get back to basics. Uh, there were a lot of things we liked about the old shows. And know that we kind of drifted off the main path um, of those episodes, but there were quite a few. There were a few things that we liked on them, and, and we we're hoping to bring them back this season. Uh, as for us, you know, we're gonna we're just gonna make this more fun and let the show speak for itself and not change as many things unless it's seriously not working. Um, and that only applies really for us, like for Adam and myself. However, if you guys find stuff that you don't think is working, let us know. Tell us. Tell us. And I mean, I'm not going to listen. You, yeah. can say, <laughs> you can say whatever the fuck you want, really. Right, it's America. You can say whatever they want, and whether we listen to you is another completely other story. Fucking free country, I guess. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> uh, but we want to know. We, we, we'd like to know if some of the stuff you think is working, or maybe you heard stuff on the Rewind, and you're like, Hey, you know, you guys should bring, you know, bring this back. I thought these were kind of cool. Maybe you should, you know, try bringing those back. And uh, so, you know, we'll see. But we slightly tweaked the format for this show. So, you know, it is nothing majorly drastic. We kind of rearranged a few things and added some here and there. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how the show comes out. But, but yeah, that's pretty much what um, I wanted to say. You know, we this past season was has been kind of rough. Uh, but you know, we upgraded our equipment. Uh, um, yeah. Hopefully, you guys will notice. Um, actually, using fucking real studio equipment now. Um, so yeah, motherfucker, <laughs> my microphone is shit. That was a test. Yeah, I could, I, I, I could kind of get that one. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> uh, so, um, your gaming habits changed. Yeah, so I've I've noticed I think I've gotten to that certain age <laughs> where you start realizing that life. you waste a lot of fucking time on dumb shit. <laughs> I was gonna say that life isn't turning out the way you expected it to. <laughs> no, I mean life's fine. But I think my gaming habits have changed where I, I end up not playing as much. Either I'm busy or there's just more important things to do with my time. And I went through a phase for about a month where I wasn't playing anything. Right. Where I, every time I went to play a game, I'm like, no, there's something better to do. I you know, and, that. and, that's the adulting and that, part. Right. And that, in theory, is true, but also you got to put some time aside for some recreation. Right. Because what's the point? 
exactly. you know, of being alive. All the way. Fucking... So, I I have noticed though that I I'm since I don't play as much, I've been playing games that are more. Either they're they're richer, like more more content, like a like a forex strategy game or um, or something like that, and I'm I'm going away from games that have anything to do with me wasting time in the game, like grinding at all. Um, like I bought Elite Dangerous, which is a great game. It's fun, but the majority of it is just traveling places. Right. So you're just you're basically. I think I played for three hours and I barely get anything done because I'm just zipping around, you know. <laughs> and I'm like, why am I doing this? You know, it's, it's, is this the <laughs> one you bought that controller for? And yeah, I'm oh. still happy with the controller though because I was playing it with some other games. Um, so I don't know. I've just noticed like I've been playing more. Um, I play more card games like like Hearthstone and and uh, I want to try out Gwent too, mm. like games I can quickly go in and out of, right? Or games that I and and I do have children and stuff like that, so sometimes it's hard for me to play an online game that I can't pause because I sometimes I have to pause it. You know, right, <laughs> there's right. a lot there's a lot, a lot of shit going on in my house, so I've been playing I've been leading away from the online gaming and. And just I've just noticed that it was just something that I noticed that over the last few months, that things have just been changing. Things are changing. Yeah, changing. <laughs> you know, um, and just more complicated games. Like I started playing Kerbal Space Program again. You know, it's more. I don't know, for the lack of a better term, intellectually challenging. Right, right. Like it's not just twitch movements. You know, I actually have to think things through. You know, I was sitting there doing math on a piece of paper. Fucking Kerbal Space Program, you know. Right. So, I don't know. I've just noticed that that it's just been different. Like a lot of the newer games coming out, like uh, shooters and stuff like that, they just don't appeal to me anymore. Like I just, who cares? Right, right, right. Like that's my kind of attitude towards it. And I have a buddy at my work who he's a big time gamer, and he gets on my case about it. Like he's like, "You're missing out on this. You're missing out on that." I'm, like, I'm missing out on what? The next <laughs> Call of Fucking Duty? It's the same as all the other ones. What am I missing? Right. You know, is the story good? Hmm. If the story's good, okay, maybe I'm missing that. But I could also just pop on YouTube and watch all the cutscenes in a row. I don't know. I mean, Call of Duty to me is a lot like porn. You really don't go into it for the plot. Right. <laughs> you know? You know what I mean? So it's it's just like... And then the whole... I'm, I'm tired of the... Like, even, like, the new expansion came out for World of Warcraft, which I, I had got. I have it. Right. Still haven't keep the game up. Because all it's going to do is me fucking spending the majority of my time grinding for digital items that mean nothing. So is, are you basically saying that RPGs are kind of going by the wayside No, that is no. Because I like RP, I like R, one. I've always liked one-player RPGs more than MMOs. Mm. Because it's telling you a story. I like being told a good story. It's the same reason why I read books and watch movies and shit like that. I don't mind about that, but MMOs have this special kind of grind yeah. where a lot of it's pointless. You know, you're just doing it for the social aspect or because you're that type of person who has to collect everything. I am neither any. I'm neither of those. I, I don't. I don't play games to be social. Because I play games social. to unwind. No, <laughs> I play games to unwind. You know, and, and relax. You know, if I'm playing a game where I'm pissed off at it, well, what am I doing? Right. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't make any sense. I don't want to be. I also don't want to be like, um, is lack of a better term again, but like a slave to a game. 
Like yeah. when you start playing a game like World of Warcraft, that's the only game you're playing. Because you're going to feel like you're not getting anything done. Right. You know, and it's like, fuck that. Yeah. You know, so I'm just, I'm just kind of, I think I've just moved, not grown up, but just moved past those kind of games for me personally. Yeah. No, I, I, keep, I, I get that. The last like two years, I keep trying to go back to them because just out of habit. And I last, and you can, I mean, anyone can ask Steve. I'll last like two or three months, then I'm, I'm out. Yeah, he's in it for a while, it. and then all of a sudden, it's, it's like I don't hear about it again, and then it's like, um, so what happened? <laughs> right. But but these new, there's a lot of newer games coming out, high quality. I mean, look at Hearthstone. I love Hearthstone. Like I'm not, I'm not super like, oh fuck, I have to be the best and get this and that. I mean, I'm not all about that. You know what I mean? But I can jump in, play a couple games. I don't care if I lose, as long as I'm having fun. You know what I mean? And then jump out go about my life right you know and then i've been trying to read more and stuff like that so i'm not i'm not trying to say oh gaming's fucking stupid everyone needs to grow the fuck up no fuck all that right. i'm just saying for me personally i've noticed i've just no and gaming's always been such a i was born in the 80s gaming's always been such a big part of my life yeah and it's it's not as big a part anymore you know, and it was it was kind of one of those moments where you're like, fuck, you know, you kind of <laughs> you kind of having a retrospective moment, you know what I mean? Right. Um, there's just more important things to do, and things that I find it's 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 less about enjoyment, more about fulfillment, if that makes any sense. Well, yeah, I mean, I I think it's more, I think you're kind of getting into that more quality than quantity aspect you know is right it, it is the amount of time that you're spending quality time playing that or are you just spending a lot of time doing something and and, and then that, like i've noticed too like hey don't fucking why do me. we <laughs> fuck you this is my story no i'm sorry what you're saying <laughs> i don't know i forgot no i've noticed too like there 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 is there is an argument to be made for mindless fun right but there's also hands call of duty <laughs> Right. I, there's also, at least to me anyway, in my life, there's also more of an argument to be made that if I'm going to have fun, why don't it be something that's also helping me in some kind of way? Right. So, like, I can go read a book. I love reading books. It's not it's not a habit I'm trying to do. I like it. But right. it's also helping me. The act of reading helps you in a million different ways. So I go do that. Yeah. Or if I'm playing a strategy game, it's helping me because it's it's challenging the mind and stuff like that right what 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 the fuck is world of warcraft helping me with (laughs) you know you know what i mean like stuff like that you never know that could be giving you some proper life experience that you may suddenly go oh fuck i need a mage right now (laughs) (laughs) right you know it could be it could be um it could be like last starfighter there's actually a planet somewhere where that azeroth is real and And that's that's them testing you that's them testing you yeah so fucking dope dude uh, um, i could just see adam at work and then some does the fuck as uh, fucking wizard pops into his fucking office and says you have been chosen <laughs> right take me i don't know <laughs> i've just been having i've been having that i think a lot of people do the same thing when they yeah. they're in the beginning of their 30s when you start going what the fuck am i actually doing <laughs> with my day-to-day well, life you know what i mean yeah like, it, it, for me it, it, it's a little different but i i'm kind of going through that same thing you are in in, reg- in regards to gaming like uh, in the beginning you know like in the 20s i kind of lost a lot of stuff you know I lost my parents when i was in my early 20s so i kind of had to grow up a little faster you know in and you know so it I kind of had stopped all that stuff, you know, uh, and then 
when the PlayStation 1 came out, and, and then, of course, 2, and then the Nintendo 64, I kind of slowly started getting back into that again. And, you know, fell off a little bit, but then I got back into it. And as of late, I've, I, that's why I'm kind of like, I get what you're saying, is regards to, like, oh, I got, you know, I mean, I still have the fucking Division and, and, and uh, Uncharted 4 um, that are still up there. I've, you know raged quit on a, <laughs> a couple of games right that i have that i've yet to go back to but and i and i'm downloading like the free games um you know for sony and for microsoft but i sit there and i'm like i want to play these games but then my mind i i, I think it's because you and i kind of probably you a little less than mine but that culture of you're too old to play those anymore you know and and i think it's where it's like where the whole thing of adulting kind of comes into play where it's like you know it's that you know well you, you're too old you can be doing something better but at this uh do something more useful with your time but then in the end you're like but how is whatever you were going to do outside of that more useful you know it's like, like I, I don't i don't have i don't maybe because i am a little younger a different generation i don't i don't feel i'm too old for it but I do have that pull of there are more important things to do. But then because it, I just noticed, I noticed like that it's not really the action; it's the time that I'm dedicating to it. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'll, I'll jump into to World of Warcraft or whatever. I play for five hours, and I'm like, what could I have done in that five hours? But then when you think about it, like when you actually, and I I've done that too, where it's like, well, I could have, you know, I could play one of these games. It's like, yeah, but then. You don't because you thinking you could have done what else like in and sometimes in my instances it's like what did I do in place of that? Oh, I just watched YouTube videos and then just kind of watched TV. Like I didn't do anything majorly productive, and it's like, well, how is that better than you know? Go. I think know. the, and I understand what you're saying too. Like it, it's like okay, well, I'm not going to do this useless thing, and I'm going to replace it with three other useless things. <laughs> right. Um, but I think right now too. Cause, and I've been talking to Steve Steve with this is I'm, I'm really trying to kind of reorganize my life and get my shit together and I'm doing some new things and stuff I'm not really going to talk about it right now because I'm still in the planning stages but just get my health right you know get my my stuff together like or mostly organizing because my life is a fucking mess like there's, <laughs> there's no organization whatsoever and, and if you want to hear stories ask Steve we'll make fucking plans and then he'll be like okay you ready and I'll be like ready for what <laughs> because I don't fucking I never know anything because I never oh I forgot planned. I had I forgot I had to do this when we got the new equipment we were like Adam I was like Adam's like oh yeah well we can test it tonight oh okay cool then like at the time and then all of a sudden he's like oh I totally forgot I had this <laughs> but yeah. I was like it was like, like less than eight best, hours ago <laughs> I always have the best of intentions but you know one I am a forgetful person but then on top of that I have six children I have a wife there's always people asking things of me. So it, it all gets mixed up, you know? So yeah. I think I'm in a special circumstance right now where I do have a lot of shit I need to do and could be doing better and, and could be getting done instead of sitting in front of my computer playing a video game for five hours. You know, now in the future when I have everything sorted out, I might be jumping back on. Or fuck it, if you get spare time, you might as well spend it, right. you know, on something you enjoy doing. But I don't know. It, it's just it, I've noticed that the gaming thing with me is has been it's almost been something for a few years that I've been fighting, yeah. like that I no, it's like no 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 I like MMOs 
yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll get bored, and I'm like, well, it must be the MMO's fault. Yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> you know well, what I mean? Of course, why wouldn't it be their fault, not yours? Right. Yeah. Like, I'm in denial that I just things change sometimes. Yeah. Like, you just you move on from something, and you, you move on to something else. Yeah. You know, because I've been playing MMOs for um, shit since Ultima Online, like, back in the day, dude. <laughs> you know, like, that's before EverQuest. That's some old school shit. Right. You know, and, and I mean, off and on, and, and the the my 20s, I grew up pretty fast for different reasons, just because I had, I started, my wife was popping out kids like a fucking conveyor belt. <laughs> You know, so wow. I was forced, and I and I also married. I married a woman when I was twenty, who had a five-year-old daughter. You know what I mean? So it's like I was like, okay, I, I need to really fucking adult now. I can't be fucking around. Right. But I, I it wasn't a depressing thing, so I obviously had my fun and stuff like that. But there was, um, I mean, there were there were nights where you spent crying, but you know, I mean, there's still I might cry tonight. You know what I mean? But, <laughs> but uh. Honestly, too, and I think a refocus with this podcast as well. Like, it was getting to the point where um, I've just noticed, like, okay, I didn't give my all on that last recording. And then and then I'm like, okay, why didn't I? Oh, because I, probably because I've been sitting at my computer for the past four hours playing a video game or watching YouTube videos or just being stupid, you know, when if I know I'm going to sit here for two, three hours to record a podcast, why don't I go outside? Yeah. Or do something else, you know. And I sit all day at a computer at home, like little things like that. I'm just noticing, like that my shit needs to be changed up. That's a very personal thing. That has nothing to do with anybody else. If you're comfortable sitting in front of your computer 24 hours a day, you know what? Do it. <laughs> I applaud you. Do you it. know? Do it. <laughs> you want to play World of Warcraft till your fucking eyeballs bleed? Do it. But I feel I have more. <laughs> <laughs> right. I feel like more important shit, dude. I can almost guarantee someone's listening to this podcast while playing World of Warcraft. <laughs> right. Like, and, and just shaking their head like this fucking asshole. He says one more fucking thing. <laughs> He's sitting there going, multitask, bitch. <laughs> right. Get it done. He's doing homework and fucking rating. I'm, I'm not at that level. I just can't do it. And listening yeah. to two podcasts at the same time. That's how that's how, <laughs> that's how. And he he's watching a movie. <laughs> <laughs> but even then, too, like I was talking, I started breaking it down. And then I'll, I'll leave it after this because we're going to talk too long about my dumb shit. <laughs> um, I started breaking it down like what, what, how do you quantify quality of life when you're, when you're doing something that's non-sequential? Should write that down, kids. <laughs> like you could, so like I said, you read a book, there's benefits of reading, Right. But there's also benefits in watching. It's, it's art, you know. Right. It depends on what movie you're watching. <laughs> um, but like stuff like that. But like, Cinemax like, After um, Dark doesn't count as uh, quality. I was noticing, right? <laughs> I was noticing. I was noticing things like I would know everything about video game news because I do a podcast about it, but also because I give a shit. Right. And then I'd go to work, and someone would bring up something that's happening in the real news <laughs> and, and i would have real no news is subjective idea. real news is subjective right of course of course it is. but it's still important to kind of <laughs> know what's going on you know and i i literally would be like huh and then people would look at me I, again i've gotten to that age where there are people i work with that think i know <laughs> because i'm older than them and it's almost embarrassing like why do they know more and this dude's like 23 
You know, like right. I don't know. It's just it's stupid little internal monologues I keep having having every day. That's where you turn and look at him like, shut up, that's stupid. <laughs> shut up, you're a fucking dork. <laughs> right. Well, Doyle rules. <laughs> well, why don't you just go back to your mom's basement? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Being a jerk. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's it. That's all I want to say. Just, you know, gaming habits are changed. Does that mean I won't talk about video games? Of course not. I'm surrounded by children. <laughs> I have every game console that doesn't say Nintendo on it. <laughs> you know, is is no... It, there will definitely not be a slacking in video game news. There might be a little bit more on the uh, games I'm playing, you know, but right. like strategy type shit. Civilization Six is about to come out. I can guarantee you whatever plans I had to be organized <laughs> is going to fucking fail, at least for the first week. <laughs> right. I'm looking too forward to that game. <laughs> but um, what else? Let's let's move the fuck on. What's going on with the Windows 10 update? What are you talking about today? So, like... Microsoft had made this huge deal about their anniversary update that came out last month. But, you know, there was no real aesthetic change to the OS. But last week, they changed it again. And most notably, most notably the start menu changed. And at first, you had the basic Windows menu option, and then you quick to click over to the apps menu options. But now they changed it and merged it both together into one window. But so many people had no idea how to turn off their computers. And it literally took me like a second to figure out, oh, wait, that said, oh, okay, there. And it was like, okay, Microsoft, thanks for the heads up, you know, kind of thing. And also, I don't have a mic on my computer uh, on the PC or the laptop. So I don't use Cortana at all, much like Siri on my iPad. So I disabled it on my over old version. And then it is yelling at me to start using her. It's like, you know, hey, use her. Use it. Do it. Use it. We dare you. You know, that all of these devices are whispering to you. And I know. And it's kind of creepy, you know, but, you know, but I like it. (laughs) (laughs) And I and I still I disabled Cortana again. I'm like, you know, that update overrides everything that you changed. So now you got to go back and change some of that other stuff. But now I get those that they need to clean up because Microsoft's known for that. Yeah. They'll have a major update, and then it ruins your setting. Like, right. stop it. It overrides everything. And then it's like, then I get those bullshit notifications that say, ask her anything. Here's some things to ask it. Do it. And then I, I keep looking at the notification manager going, fuck off. Like, I, you know, it's like, I am <laughs> suck a dick, Cortana. <laughs> Master Chief never loved you. you know, that kind of shit. And then, then Cortana comes back and says, do you want it gentle? Like oh, oh well, that's well. a whole different story. <laughs> oh yeah, all, well one always gentle, you know. But <laughs> was that in the anniversary update? <laughs> yeah, Adam's like, where the fuck was that? <laughs> As a matter of fact, I gotta go. Shit. <laughs> 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 but it's just, it's funny because like that happened at the same time iOS ten. Uh, is it iOS ten? I think so. Yeah. iOS ten dropped, and you know. It's, it's funny because there are a few websites that are like, yeah, you know, it, it's a big update, but then at the same time, it's not really, like they say, they're kind of enhancing, but there are even some, like CNET, which is always, you know, all, all over Apple's cock. But I know. But even they were saying, like, yeah, this isn't that cool. Like, they changed a lot of fundamental settings in, in iOS 10. Like, now they disabled disabled it so when i connect my usb port to my ipad it no longer charges it specifically says not charging 
And I'm like, what the fuck? You can't charge it using the lightning bolt to USB port anymore? And... See, my, Microsoft, Microsoft will change it, and it almost feels like they just forgot. Or they don't know what... You know, they're <laughs> like, ah, oh, fucking it. God damn it, Microsoft. Right. And you kind of just kick, kick the tires and move on. Apple changes shit like, oh, no, we didn't forget. You just aren't allowed to do it this way anymore. Because right. it's better to do it this way. <laughs> right. you know, and you're like, fuck you, Apple. <laughs> so was... Unless you're an Apple fan, you're like, okay, Apple. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny because I, I work with a person, um, and uh, she sits next to me, and she has um, uh, uh, the iPhone 6. I think she has the 6. And she's like, I hate iOS 10. She goes, it... It no longer allows me to do all the things that I used to do before. They changed this. They, the lock screen changes. Like, instead of, you know, when you usually for the iPhone or, or and the iPad, you would, you know, press the home button, leave your thumb on, and then it opens. You can press it and then hit the, and put your thumb there, and then it says, press home again to unlock. And it's like, why? Why yeah, should I have to do an extra step? And then, and she's now complaining because she's like, well, I don't want to get, she goes, I, I'm up for an upgrade. She goes, but I don't want to get the seven. She goes, I, I, I want a headphone jack. She's like, I don't want to have to get a dongle so I can charge my phone and use the headphone jack. But isn't, if you really think about it, doesn't Apple kind of reap what they sow? I mean, uh-huh. their whole, their whole business plan for years has been, we don't change shit. Right. So every time they change something, it could be whatever. People flip the fuck out. Yeah, because like, what the fuck? Because yeah. you, and within that ecosystem, you don't have any other choice. Like Android users are like, oh, this phone doesn't have a removable battery. Oh, I'll just buy this one. Right. You know what I mean? Like you, you have no option with Apple. If Apple decides you don't deserve a fucking <laughs> headphone jack, then fuck you. You don't get a headphone jack. Yeah, and she was like, and I'm not spending a hundred. 20 bucks for fucking uh you know bluetooth earbuds she's like she goes no i don't want that and i'm like or those shitty ones that that the ones that apple made are a fucking joke <laughs> oh did you like, see that video did you, did you see that video of the guy who pretended to be uh tim cook and yeah, he, i shared that shit. oh yeah oh, was that you yeah that yeah. fucking i was rolling wherever he moved the earbud thing went, oh, fuck <laughs> God damn it. make you look like a fucking show, too. Oh, total douchebag. You look bag, like yeah. a dumbass. <laughs> you know, and I'm not saying you should care about what other people think, but you shouldn't intentionally look like a fucking tool. Oh, yeah. You know, like, there is so much. And, yeah, okay, I get it. A lot of people, and people have told me, like, who fucking cares? You should, the Bluetooth ones are so much better, too. Like, there's limitations to everything. Right. And the point is, is I should be able to use, I if my headphones break, okay, right. I should be able to swing by Walmart and pick up a cheap fucking ten, fifteen dollar pair to get me by. Oh yeah. Until I can get something nicer. I like the Bluetooths too. I actually, I can't fucking find them. I think my daughter took off of them. Mm-hmm. But I had a nice little p- pair of Plantronics. I think there was a sixty bucks. Somebody gave them to me. Um, <laughs> yeah, because I was about to dope. say you don't spend sixty bucks on them. The only thing I don't like about them is is that you know the battery dies. It's just mm-hmm. one extra fucking thing I have to charge. You know, I, there's so much shit I have to charge in my life now. Oh, I know. You know, I have. So you I need a power phone. strip just for all your charging devices. Yeah, like I bought, um, I bought a pocket notebook. You know, because I'm like I'm always forgetting shit, so I'm trying to do things to to fix that. So I bought like a. I went I went all in though. I bought that fucking moleskin pocket notebook, <laughs> looking like a boss out there. 
And I realized something today because I wrote, you know, we had some shit to buy, a few different stores, and I, I usually put that on my phone. But I hate putting shopping lists on my phone because every time I have to unlock the phone, and then I, you know, it's just a pain in the ass. Yeah. So I wrote it on the list. Much easier to use, obviously. But one thing, my notebook isn't gonna die. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I can take. It's it's just little things like that. <laughs> Be funny. And, you and, open your you open your pocket notebook and it says low battery. What the fuck? I mean, like this. The fuck is? <laughs> but like, and and I um, I'm making a concerned effort not to smoke cigarettes and, and just sticking with the vape with an ultimate intention of quitting. Right. Um, that's another thing I gotta fucking charge. And it's like fuck, dude. Now I read a Kindle too. I gotta charge that fucking thing every two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, everything's a fucking device. I'm sick of it. I know. I, I it, and yeah. I mean, I, I've. You know, seeing like the these changes in there because I've been using my iPad more because of the fact that um, I've been using it to uh, read my comics. You know, so when we do right. our pull list and stuff like that, um, and uh, and so I, I, it's just like some of these changes, like some of the changes don't bother me at all. I, I would the thing that would have really pissed me off is if they had changed the way you can add files to like the comic book app that I use. Um, that would have just like set me over the edge that but fortunately they didn't but that's when I you know connected it to my computer and then it's like not charging I was like seriously like you're not charging through the USB port anymore what the fuck is that about Um, but yeah it's it's just some of that stuff and then you know Microsoft really um, heavy-handedly using Cortana I'm like fuck you I don't need to use Cortana And and I know it's there but I don't need to be reminded that it's there. Like, oh, maybe like, you forgot. We, we we were discussing Cortana before we started recording because I use Cortana a lot. So as I said, I'm forgetful. So I'll, I'll put a reminder in and then it will tell me when I come to my computer, hey, asshole, remember you're supposed to do this and this. Hey, douchebag. Um, <laughs> but then obviously since I was using it for that, I, I just – I'm the type of person if I'm using something, I'm going to use it fully. Like right. I'm going to use everything it provides. Um, but the thing is, that's my choice. Like, I if you don't if you don't want to use it, it shouldn't bug the shit out of you, right? To use it, you yeah, know what and, I mean? And, like, and it's, that's the thing. it's like, annoying. Exactly. You know, and there's there's some people like every once in a while I used Siri when I had my iPhone, um, and that was once in a while. Like, if I was I put my earbuds on because I was going to listen to a podcast, and I was like, oh wait, I got to call somebody, and then just do the handless call this person. That's probably the only time I never used it. So, Hey, Cortana, where can I get, uh, you know, whatever, you know, we're going to get the closest. The only time, (laughs) the the only time I use, um, Cortana's voice feature, because it is pretty robust. I'll use it if I'm driving. Yeah. Like, like I was driving, um, a few weeks ago I was, I was driving into, uh, downtown Phoenix. I had a doctor's appointment down there for one of the kids and I forgot to map it and I had I thought I knew where I was going <laughs> so I I'm obviously driving you know so I just all I did to touch the phone was I touched my the Cortana thing right. and then I say oh, oh I said her name too many times now she thinks I'm talking to her on the computer <laughs> um and I said you know map me too yes, and just the name of the <laughs> I said uh can you give me directions to whatever the facility was called and it says directions too and it pulls it all up and shit that's dope as fuck. Right. Because it's a safety thing. You know what I mean? But other than that, 
I'm not using it when I'm out, like, just sitting in the fucking house. <laughs> That's <laughs> just lazy. That's just it. lazy. <laughs> every, every once in a while, I'll turn on Cortana and be like, where's Master Chief at? You know, just <laughs> stupid shit like that. Um, yeah, that's where you go. Hey, Cortana, who's your daddy? <laughs> hey, Cortana, I love you. Damn it, Cortana, I'm not talking to you. <laughs> every time I say, hey, Cortana, it comes up. <laughs> hey, Cortana, what's good, though? <laughs> And you hear it go, this motherfucker got jokes. <laughs> no, nah, it Googled what's good, though. <laughs> I wonder I wonder if the, the Cortana would come up on the podcast. Hold on. Hey, Cortana. Where's Master Chief? I don't hear anything. Did you hear that? Mm-mm. No, okay. Well, never mind. That'd be cool. It'd be like a third person on the show. Right. She says that's classified, by the way. If oh. you ask her, Master Chief. She goes, that's classified. That's where you're like, oh, fuck you, Cortana. I thought we had something. Little little cutesy shit for Halo fans. That's the only shooter I'll play. It's right. fucking Halo. Because the story's dope. Um, but, all right. So yeah. I wanted to discuss. <laughs> um, I mean, to be honest, this didn't surprise me at all. It didn't surprise me one bit, but it's just funny to me how we have to do this now. I know. You know, um, so it's been confirmed. First, they said it was confirmed that Wonder Woman was a lesbian. And then the stories changed to she's bi. Now, keep in mind the reason that why Wonder Woman is a fictional character. Right. She is fictional. <laughs> now, within her universe, being bi makes sense because she lives on a fucking island with nothing but women you know right sex is sex man you got to get it where you can get it but and to them that would be normal yeah it it wouldn't be a big deal right so we could we could sit here and 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 make up why it makes sense (laughs) i don't have to because because guys would defend that type of (laughs) that type of amazonian broads can can do whatever they like to each other as long as they record it you know (laughs) so the thing is is that first i want to preface with i don't fucking care she can be by all she wants right we all know she wasn't a lesbian because she's hooked up with Trevor. most of the justice league <laughs> um but it's it's just why does it need to be such a thing and i'm not talking about the announcement of it because it wasn't an announcement i think somebody just asked yeah, and they were the, like, oh, it yeah, was the writer. It was the writer in an interview. Right. Yeah. The right. The writer's like, yeah. She, and his interpretation uh, is, is that, yeah, she's bisexual. Right. And that there's nothing wrong with that. But then the news gets a hold of it and it's become this fucking movement. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, who fucking cares? Yeah. Of course she's bi. Like, just think about it. Exactly. You know, I, I swear to God, by the end of the we'll, we'll get to, I think, 2020. And every comic book character will be gay or bi. There'll be no straight characters whatsoever. <laughs> Can you they'll, imagine the Punisher was bi? <laughs> They'll also all be a different color. Wonder <laughs> Woman's going to be Indonesian. Right, right, right. Um, Batman's going to be Chinese. <laughs> like, <laughs> and the only reason, look, I love diversity's great. I have no problems with it. It doesn't bother me on that level. What bothers me is that it's pandering. Oh, yeah. Everyone is trying to pander to whoever they feel is going to make them look better. But see the, so it cheapens it. It does. And the, the problem with that, too, is that if you come out and say, like, look, it's it's pandering. Why can't we create new characters that are that way? Then it's like, oh, well, you're 
racist or homophobic or you're whatever because or also you know why you can't do it let's let's be honest with ourselves you can't create new characters who are that because no one will fucking buy it right because if you go here's a new character he's gay by the way everyone's gonna go so you made a character just because he's gay i don't fucking care right no one's gonna fucking get no one i don't give a shit who wonder woman is fucking unless it's in the comic (laughs) or unless it's me <laughs> right, because I got. I I just recently read the the latest issue of Harley Quinn. She's basically hooking up with Poison Ivy. But hasn't she done that like before? It's always been kind of hinted towards. They flirt, but now it's more like it's obvious what they're doing. But that does, you like, know, for that and, shit that doesn't surprise me at all. It doesn't surprise me for because it fits the character. Yeah. She's a fucking. She doesn't have rules. She doesn't have social rules. So she'll do whatever the fuck she wants. You know what I mean? So that's fine. And Poison Ivy, she does whatever she wants anyway. Right. You know, so it doesn't really – it's when it doesn't fit, when it's so obviously pandering. The Wonder Woman thing, like I said, that kind of fits. It's almost something that if, you, if you've been reading comics for a while, you're like, yeah. yeah. You know, like obviously. <laughs> right. You know, but it just it, – the way the media takes it and tries to make it this – and then the media starts pandering. Like, well, oh, Every, everybody who's by, look, look, yeah. we care about well, you. That's what we're right about this. It's that whole, it's the whole Jason Todd thing. It's when, you know, Batman decided to kill Jason Todd. It wasn't Jason Todd, it was Robin. And nobody, right. nobody knew that Dick Grayson had not been Robin for a little while. So everybody went, including the media, went with the whole Dick Grayson bit. And everybody that read the comics was, no, it's Jason Todd and he's an asshole. And we voted for here's, this, <laughs> you know. Here's, here's my main my main takeaway with American culture of at large lately is that we we can all agree that no no group of people whoever whatever they associate themselves with should be treated differently from anybody else unless they're fucking breaking laws, right? Right. But why does every single human being now need special validation? Yeah. Why is everybody a special fucking snowflake? Like, the majority, I am fully aware, and this doesn't depress me at all. I am fully aware that 99.9999% of the human race doesn't even know I'm breathing. Right. So, that's okay. That's the way it works. But a lot of these people are like, you have to listen to me. Like, you you have to give me special treatment. No, motherfucker. I don't have to do shit. Thing, I don't care who you fuck. The thing, the thing is, is that what people seem to forget is being equal and being like everybody else means you don't get special treatment. Exactly. You're treated like everyone else. Everyone is treated the same. I had a conversation, um, and this is probably going to piss somebody off listening to this, and I'm sorry if you're misunderstanding what I'm saying, but I'm not. I'm not. If you pay attention, you'll know I'm not trying to be a dick. But I like to play devil's advocate sometimes to get people to to really think about what they're saying. Oh yeah, me too. You know, we got this we got this Black Lives Matter thing going on, and and the original message of it was perfectly fine, but it's kind of twisted into something that is weird now. Um, in a lot of different, it's become its own anonymous because there's really no main voice. Right. I think you and I were discussing that at one point. Yeah. Um, but we were having a conversation said about um, cultural appropriation, which I think is a strange thing. Anyway, um, and it's a black woman I'm speaking with, and she said, "Oh, you see on the news, this white woman was wearing her hair like a like kinky, like a like a black girl's." And I go, "Okay," and she goes, "Stealing the culture, stealing the culture, blah blah blah." 
And I go, you do realize that you have straightened hair. And she goes, what does my hair have to do with it? I'm like, do you naturally have straight hair? And she goes, no. And I go, who naturally has straightened hair? And she goes, I don't know. And I go, Asians and white people. So you're appropriating their culture within your logic. And she goes, no, that's different. I'm like, of course it is, sweetheart. Of course it is. It's different because you only want your voice to be heard. Yeah. You know, you're special. You're a special fucking snowflake. (laughs) And everyone has to treat you so damn different. It doesn't make any sense to me. No, I know. And and that's really the thing is that people want everybody to be equal. But at the same time, no, they don't want them to be equal. I need to be treated special because I'm different. But it's like, no, that's not how equal works. Equal works means no one gives a fuck what you are. That's Things why so that's fucking... why Star Trek works. Yeah. Because because no one no gives, gives a, a fuck, fuck what planet you're from, what color, no one cares. Exactly. It's all about what you're doing. Exactly. That's I had I that that's like that's it. That's like it's done. <laughs> it's it's kind of a pain in the ass lately with all this shit going on in the media. Now let's be honest, the media blows everything up. Oh, of course, because they need 24-hour ratings. I I was I was accused of cultural appropriation. It's you? appropriation, right? Yeah. I was accused of it because I said dope. I say dope a lot. Mm-hmm. No, it's dope. They go, oh, why are you using, you know, that's perfect example of cultural appropriation. I go, what? It's like that we're using the word dope. And I go, American culture? Because I'm an American. So I don't understand what the issue is. Who? Wh- wh- in what book does it say only black people could say dope? Right. And in what decade? Because that's a pretty old fucking word. <laughs> right. You know, like, I'm like, guys, calm down. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you guys are being fucking stupid. And then we were talking about words, and they, they brought up the N-word or whatever. I said, I don't use that word. Right. You know, I feel, I feel it's, um, you know, it's, I know when I was younger, I might have said it with some, with some friends with the A on the end. Right. Um, I actually, w- I would say it with, uh, you know, with black people, too. They were cool with me just joking around. Right. But then you grow up and you realize, you know, there's some things that have some history to it and you should really be paying attention to what you're fucking saying. You know, but then on the flip, I also think no one should say it. Right. You know, it's kind of like walking around all day and calling everyone a fuck twat. <laughs> you probably shouldn't call everyone a fuck twat. It's kind of rude. <laughs> I can't go out and say, hey, you know what? Um, I can't go up to Steve and go, hey, fuck twat. And Steve's like, hey, what the fuck, man? Will you call me a fuck? Oh, no, no, no. I changed the meaning. It means friend now. Right. Steve's still going to hit me. <laughs> and justifiably so. <laughs> Let's all use some common sense. That's all I'm trying to say. Oh, this man. first podcast back is getting deep. I know. It's hitting into the meat. You know what I mean? <laughs> because it's talking the about some shit that we want to talk about. <laughs> That's right. Let's go on to our... Um, Let's let's lighten the mood a little bit. Go on to our, our one awesome thing, yeah, which we've it. moved to the be- the um the beginning of the podcast, which I I, I approved. Yeah, because we so. we moved we <laughs> we brought back something for the end of the show, and uh, right. you know, uh, all right. So my one my one awesome thing. So there are some people out there in the podcast universe that call Stanley a dick for taking taking all the credit for many of the Marvel characters. Yeah, there are some people that contribute to those iconic heroes, but how many of them can be traced to one man that was part of the process and most likely still alive? Uh, well, except for Captain America, actually. But, however, in it, he is the face of Marvel, so basically just fuck off. 
So some people may remember that Stanley didn't have a cameo in X-Men the First Class because he couldn't travel out to Georgia, the Georgia location at that time. Well, Marvel Studios has stepped up their game and made it possible for the man to film four separate cameos for four upcoming films in one day. Quote, we don't shoot random ones. We are always very specific, Marvel Studios president Kevin Feige said during a Q&A. Quote, a couple months ago in Atlanta, he flew down and we shot four in one day, four various, four, four various projects. He was unbelievable, Feige said of, of Lee. He was on fire. He came in, he sat there, he stood there, he stood in this window, and then he went home. The dude is 93 years old. They didn't specify which movies they were being shot for, but the cameo should probably take him through, you know, 2018 or 19 and since his health has kind of become in question over the last couple of years, it's probably good to kind of do them all in one day and get them out kind of quickly. But uh, to me, that was kind of cool. It's like, all right, Marvel Studios is like, all right, let's just let's just put them all together. Because it's not like we don't know what movies are coming out for like the next three years. Right. <laughs> so, you know, that that's I mean you know, hey, that's not easy to do. You do four separate things, which was all four different sets. And from what I was reading, you know, all four separate con um, costume changes and all that stuff, that's not easy to do in one day. So, you know, more power to him. And, I mean... And Stanley's the shit. Stanley's just dope. And he, but he's getting really, he's getting old, man. He can't be traveling all these fucking places and shit. Like, yeah. I heard he's, uh, he's doing some Midwest runs on a little tour, and then that's it. He's yeah. not doing it anymore. Yeah, you know, I think he's still gonna, he's still gonna do. I think that um, Kamikaze, the one that he did, yeah. that that one that he kind of came up with. Um, but yeah, I, I hear he's gonna start start traveling a lot less because, you know, I mean, <laughs> if I could travel that much at ninety three, I don't even travel that much now. <laughs> well, I've heard I've heard he's getting he's he's and nothing is wrong with his mind, right. which is which is a, a fucking blessing. Yeah. at that age. But he's getting into the falling down and, and bumping into shit and, and stuff like that, you know. Yeah. And you and you know, as as an older man, you just gotta respect him and respect his wishes to. He's not he's not a puppet for our enjoyment, <laughs> right. you know what I mean? I think he's given us enough. Yeah, and you one know, the one great thing about it too is that when you get to and you're in the movies and then you have this the the cameo, you know, everybody always cheers, you know. It's yeah. it's because it's him and and you know. I, I don't look for forward to that one day, you know. That Deadpool cameo had me fucking oh, dying. Oh, dude, that was the best cameo ever, dude. I'm like, this motherfucker's about that life. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> He's fucking DJ at a fucking strip club. You're like, yes, that's the one. <laughs> All right, so for my one awesome thing, I was I, originally. Go I knew what? this was going to be yours. Oh, dude, I was fucking creaming myself. So mine is Elon Musk's. Uh, recently announced plan for how he wants to go to Mars. A rough plan, anyway. Um, a lot of people are calling this the biggest announcement since the landing on the moon announcement in the 60s. Um, and I agree. Now, I was going to sit here and detail the entire plan, but you know what? You can look it up. The, the, main, the, <laughs> the main link point, is in the show notes. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and fucking tell you all the math and all the dumb shit, because I, I might not even have my head wrapped around it yet. But, um... We'll start with a quote. So he says, Elon Musk said in the, in, the, uh, in the announcement, what I really want to try to achieve here is to make Mars seem possible. Like it's something we can achieve in our lifetimes. He goes on to say, 
um, there's two fundamental paths um, that humanity can take um, in regards to this. So his quote was, one is that we stay on Earth forever, and then there will be an inevitable extinction event. Or the alternative is to become a space-faring civilization and a multi-planetary species. Now, obviously these are big, right? These are, these are big ideas. You know, this is something that the majority of it is, is science fiction, but we're getting closer to it being fact. Yeah. Um, my main point from it was, is you're seeing a lot of people in the news saying, oh, his fucking idea is stupid, his idea is crazy. They said the same thing about landing on the moon. Right. You know, and, and I, I really do feel that Elon Musk knows what the fuck he's doing. I really do. Like, I just feel it. Like, from everything that he's done and how he speaks and, and all that stuff, I, I really, he's passionate about it. That's really all you need. <laughs> you just need to be paying some money. <laughs> and he's a billionaire, right. so he he can do he's it. He's the real you know Iron I mean? Man, right? And I, I the thing that intrigues me about about Musk, um, when as opposed to NASA, is NASA's kind of their hand is forced a lot of time. NASA yeah. does great work. I mean, these probes they're sending out are getting mountains loads of fucking data and and all types of stuff. Recent announcement of, about Europa and stuff like that, but um, they can only do so much because they have to play it safe. They they have to keep it as cheap as possible. Elon Musk can do whatever the fuck he wants. You know what I mean? Right. And it's it's kind of it, it's kind of interesting. And they they just recently announced that NASA and SpaceX, which is Elon Musk's space corporation, have signed a deal of cooperation when it comes to this Mars mission. So what that tells me is NASA's very intrigued in what he's doing, um, and they want to join they want to join hands with it. And I think that we really need to start paying attention to this. And seeing what what they want to do because this is important. What he's saying is not is not a lie. There's only two there's only two outcomes here. If we if as a species we stay on this planet and never leave, eventually something bad is going to happen. It's just the way it is. Ask the dinosaurs. <laughs> you know. Oh so, wait, you can't. Oh. oh. And I was just another reason. The main reason why it's one awesome thing is because this out of everything last month i was jumping i was like fuck yeah let's do it and i like his plan i think it makes sense like basically he has um a, a very large ship right. and he launches it up and then the um the launcher lands back on the pad they refuel they put another fucking ship on it which is like a tanker shoot that up refuel the ship they just shot up send it to mars it lands they create the fuel there. This is all science shit, too. I'm just skimming through it. And then they can dip, and they just keep doing that back and forth, back and forth. And they, he says we can get – I think he said that he wants to put a million people on Mars eventually. But I'm telling you, man, this is a big deal. We need to do it, man. <laughs> we need this. I, I, I want to look more into it, though, because Mars um, – is not a very friendly place when it comes to when it comes to environment. Yeah. Um, Let me just so watch the Martian. I know he's right. I know he's <laughs> digging into. He's he's pretty much thinking of every angle, but I don't know where they are yet. Yeah, you know, um, on what right now they're worrying about the, you know, the system. But what are we going to do when we get there? 
what what are people going to do? How are they going to live? What do they need to build? What do they what do they need to achieve in order to not just die? You know, because Mars is essentially a dead planet. There's no magnetic protection, right? Like Earth has. You know, so I don't know. It, I could go into this all fucking day, <laughs> but this this was dope. I mean, if if you haven't, if you're in, if you're into this kind of shit, and you haven't really looked it up, definitely look it up. Very right. interesting and and good good conversation from both sides of the fence, the right. opposition and the and the other. I mean, there's a lot of things being brought up that to think about and stuff like that. So, um, I want to watch his thing, and I haven't looked it up yet because I'm busy. <laughs> but he does. You can probably find it on find it on YouTube. But he does a whole his whole presentation is online, um, and I mean, who best to hear it from than from the horse's mouth himself? So, exactly. Bam! One awesome thing. Hmm. Bam! Motherfucker. All right, and on that note, I think it's time we to dip into some headlines. So, if you've been a longtime listener of the show, you know that we have been calling for BlackBerry to pick up and call it a day for like the last six years. Uh, hmm. It seems that BlackBerry might have finally gotten the message. They listen to that podcast as well. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know, but they got a good point, man. <laughs> they got a good point. I don't know why we weren't listening to them back then. Um, according to Ars Technica, BlackBerry CEO John Chen informed a rather unimpressed world that they will no longer make design hardware, which shouldn't shock anyone since no one has been using their hardware for the last four years. Uh, Chen described as a move as a pivot to software, saying, quote, the company's plan to end all internal hardware development and will outsource that function to partners. This allows us to reduce capital requirements and enhance returns on investment capital. Basically, they just kind of want to keep, you know, the money going to the investors. So in essence, right. no one is buying our phones, but we know that the software is still valid, or at least they think and hope that people will license their OS and incorporate it into their phones. This is the last gasp of a desperate man or the last act of Henry V. In either case, BlackBerry will not only will not see any upswing with companies going to use their OS. I don't see that happening anytime soon. BlackBerry and Yahoo need to just suck it up and call it a day. It's over. Stop it. What are you doing? Stop it. Stop it already. Come Stop on. Stop wasting everybody's fucking time. Exactly. I mean, when I saw the news, I was like, huh, they finally did that. And then I was like, oh, but they're still going to, they still think they have some life in their software. I don't know. It's just, it's too I know, long. I know BlackBerry Messenger is still used in a lot of companies. Right. But what BlackBerry Messenger does, like its innovation is no longer an innovation. Yeah. Like everybody does it. Right. You know, so I don't know. Like, and I know Microsoft tried to swoop in and take over for the business aspect. That didn't work. Um, <laughs> yeah. I know Mike, the company I work for, uh, the people that do get company phones, which is not me, right. um, they all use Android phones. Yeah. And they're, they're a special kind of uh, security software and, that's installed in them. And that's the thing, like with, with Android. And that, that's why, you know, because there were talks that some were going to start going to iPhones, but iPhone doesn't adapt their shit to anybody. And no. that's the thing with Android is that, and Microsoft will, but it's going to cost you. The thing is, is like Android is willing to work with shit. But the thing is, is that with the Android soft OS, anybody can modify it to do whatever they want. Right. So it's like, why not go with that? Then, you know, some archaic uh, software that no longer is innovative. Like there's obviously security concerns, but you can make it so it's secure. 
Right. Like it's Android is is open source. You you a company can take it and make their own fucking Android. Right. You know, it, you can do Literally. whatever you want. So, <laughs> make their own data. Right. <laughs> so it's it's just I don't know. I think Android's the way and I think a lot of companies are getting that too. Like Blackberry's so fucking dated, man. Like oh, you can't you can't do shit. And then also my company uses fucking Office two thousand ten. So <laughs> who knows what they want to do. Yeah, I know. Office World is always so far behind. Yeah. So I have a question for you, Steve. Can you feel the love tonight? Oh, I feel it. Oh. It's a little tingly. <laughs> so, John Favreau's next live-action Disney film will be a remake of The Lion King. It'll be called Iron Lion King. <laughs> oh. uh, I just imagined Simba suiting up. <laughs> um, the news comes via a tweet uh, by Favreau and was later officially confirmed by Disney. Disney was like, fine, if he's going to fucking talk about it, I guess we'll say something. Um, the Lion King Hashtag. Adds, yeah, when Disney confirmed it, they were like, hashtag dick. <laughs> right. Um, the Lion King adds to Disney's portfolio of live-action remakes, which includes Maleficent, Cinderella, and the Favreau-directed Jungle Book. I which didn't know made, he directed that. Yeah, which made a lot of money for them. Yeah, which is probably why they're <laughs> moving on with other things. Um, the latter of which earned $965.8 million uh, worldwide. Uh, since its release. Suffice to say, people want more live-action Disney films, especially Frozen. And Frozen's a little new. We could calm down with Frozen. But Frozen would work as live-action because it's all people. Right. You know, but whatever. Disney also mentioned that a sequel to The Jungle Book is in the works. No surprise. That will once again see Favreau at the helm. Um, But before The Lion King and before The Jungle Book 2 comes the upcoming Beauty and the Beast starring Emma Watson as Belle due for release March 2017. So this Lion King movie kind of worries me because there are no people in it. And it's going to be live action animals talking. And I feel movies that have animals talking, let's talk about Narnia. Like, it's dope. Right, but so was Jungle Book. Because they're not Jungle Book too, but there's at least a person in it. I'm not trying to be racist. You know what I mean? But I haven't seen Jungle Book either. So I don't know how they're pulling it off. So my my memory of live action animals might be a little bit different, might be right. dated, but um, as long as it looks legit, you know what I mean. Like if it looks campy, people are gonna be mad as fuck. Cause this is this is the Lion King, man. Right. Like this is the the modern fucking classic. Like everyone loves this movie. If you meet someone who says I hate the Lion King, they have no fucking soul. Like yeah. <laughs> it's the Lion King. You know what I mean. So it, if if they can do it right. It's going to be dope. And I'll definitely, I'll take my kids to go see it. That's cool. I, I never saw The Jungle Book. I think because it came up and I was like, eh, whatever. Yeah, I was the it, same way. Because the cartoon one is dope. I love the, that's the thing is, is that I love the cartoon one. And I know a couple of people that have seen it and said, like, it was actually really good. Like, they 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 went in expecting to hate it, but they actually came out loving it. So, yeah. so we'll so. see. I mean, and, and this seems to be the start, um, with the amount of money that Jungle Book made, it definitely seems to be the start of a new trend. Um, the whole thing about people asking for a live action pro I just saw Frozen. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> right, I feel right. like let's dig let's dig a little bit deeper into the vault first. Get some of these older ones out. You know, I think the Beauty and the Beast thing's a good idea, but I, I don't know how good it's gonna be. Right, right. I, I don't know. I'm 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 at a point where I'm just not quite optimistic, <laughs> but I'm just like I'm like, oh, we'll see. You know, you got to right. prove it to me first. 
You know what yeah. I mean? So and and I still got a cat. I still got to watch the Jungle Book, but yeah, yeah, I mean, I yeah. A lot of a lot of people said that they they stayed true to it, and it actually was was uh, a nice companion piece to to the animated one, which you know I grew up watching the animated one, and of course you yeah, know, that's your favorite Disney book. Oh it? fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so that, I mean, but there were two people that I, that I trust with that and they, that's like one of their favorites too. And they said they really like, so I was like, okay, well maybe I'll check it out now. My favorite Disney movie of all time is Lad. <laughs> that is that a great one. That was the one, that was the one dude. <laughs> Everything in that movie was fucking perfect. It wasn't <laughs> one bad thing about that movie. And Jasmine even, can get it. Yeah, there, I fucking even, even, Gil- even, even Gilbert Godfrey. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, Perfect. Uh, well, during our hiatus, Marvel released the Blu-ray of Captain America Civil War. Of course, so many so-called geek websites started asking the directors and Kevin Feige why Captain America remained alive at the end of the film since he was killed off at the end of the comic series. Direct, the directors and everyone kindly said that they covered all options and opted for the one that was on screen. The bigger issue that really grinds my gears is that Captain America actually didn't die at the end of Civil War. At the actual end of the event, if any of these so-called geeks read the run, Steve Rogers realized what he had started and turned himself over to the authorities, and Stark ended up the head of S.H.I.E.L.D. Rogers was killed off in his solo title that was an epilogue to the series. Yet the movie deviated from the actual ending of the graphic. There's so there's no way they were going to kill off a major character when the Infinity War is coming. Expecting Rogers to die in the film version is the same as expecting to see Batman and Superman become friends in the comics because their mothers had the same first name. It's it would not make any sense, and it bugs me when everybody goes on that assumption of what they think they know instead of actually researching what actually happened especially in this day of information you think you would be more on point with the facts but it is weird how the more access to information you give most people the less they know exactly and you know it it would just was like i was reading story after story after story about about why captain america stayed alive at the end of civil war i'm like because he didn't die at the end of that it's like you guys are claiming to be a geek site. Like, how do you not know he didn't die at the end of Civil War? Yeah. You know? It's like... What are, what are we doing with our lives, guys? I know. It's like, come on. We shouldn't be the one correcting you guys. Right. Well, actually... We're fucking we, professional. That's right. <laughs> actually, we are the ones that should be, you know, um, judging you guys. But you guys should know better. Disrespectful is what it is. Exactly. Captain America. Sick of it. America. America. <laughs> anyway. So, recently, um, I have Amazon Prime. And um, I'm like, you know, I don't fucking use any of the shit <laughs> that Amazon <laughs> gives me. So, I'm like, let's start utilizing it. So um, I've, tried you know, streaming, first of- I've tried their streaming music, their Amazon streaming. That's not bad. Yeah, I've been... I've been using their streaming music pretty much. That's the only one I use because it's the one I paid for and there's no commercials. Yeah. So I use that one. Um, they seem to have everything I want. Um, so whatever. And I the 20% off new games that, uh, that I like. I didn't see. I didn't even know about that. Oh, you that's, didn't? That's my point. No, that's my point. Amazon fucking gives you so much shit <laughs> that you're like, fuck. 
Like, I just signed up for fucking the Washington Post for free. Why? I don't know. Just because it was free. They have it? You know they, I mean? they offer the Washington Post? Yeah, for six months. You get it for free. Huh. And then you get it at a discount rate. And I'm like, Washington Post, that's a big-time news outlet. Yeah. Fuck it. You know what I mean? Fuck you, New York Times. <laughs> charge me for shit. Um, so, anyway, a, a new thing they added to it was um, Twitch Prime. So this is this isn't that long of an article. Why don't we just fucking read it? Get to the point. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Jesus. Um, <laughs> Twitch and Amazon have announced Twitch Prime, a new set of video game related related benefits for Amazon Prime members. Subscribers will now get exclusive discounts on pre-orders and new release physical games for the first two weeks after launch. Amazon is offering free release day delivery on pre-orders as well. Members will also receive an updated selection of free digital games and in-game loot, such as characters and skins. Yeah, I got a fucking... I signed up for it, and I got a free um, character for uh, that fucking Blizzard Hearts of the Storm, or I don't know what the fuck it was called. I don't play <laughs> it, but I took that free guy. <laughs> um, starting today and until November 6th, Twitch Prime members can claim Hearthstone's new, new hero. Oh, no, it's Hearthstone. My bad. That's why I got it. Hearthstone's new hero, um, Tyrad Whisperwind, along with a custom card pack. So I got that shit for free. And they let me know, too. It wasn't like I had to fucking find it. Right. It was right there. Um, in October, Twitch Prime branded skin for Smite and a free copy of Streamline, a new game from Prolaterate Studios, will be up for grabs. So free games and shit. Right. Amazon is also adding Twitch-related goodies, like a free monthly subscription to a Twitch channel of your choosing. Uh, Twitch Prime will include most of the benefits you can get from Twitch Turbo, the company's premium s- subscription service. And Twitch streamers will still get paid for these subscriptions. Ad-free Twitch viewing, special chat badges, expanded chat colors, and custom emotes are all included. If you Basically, you get their, the paid Twitch. Right. Um, if you're already an Amazon Prime member in the US, UK, Canada, Germany, France, Italy, or Spain... You can start taking advantage of Twitch Prime by linking your Amazon and Twitch account accounts at um, http colon slash slash twitchprime.com. Uh, despite the new benefits, a Prime subscription still costs $99 a year or $10.99 a month, and users can sign up for the 30-day free trial. Two companies are celebrating the launch by promising to donate $100,000 to Game Changer Charity for every 100,000 new Twitch channel subscriptions. That's that's always a good thing. But yeah, man, fucking Amazon's hooking it up, dude. Yeah. Like, but I I hear people can oh fucking hundred dollars. First of all, that next day shipping is dope as shit. Yeah. Like, I won't buy something unless it's Prime at this point. Yeah. Like, I'll look, you know, and I get either next day free or at least two, two days. days. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then now we got this. We got the fucking music streaming, or, video or you, streaming. Or if you get, or if it's, or if you get it early enough, same day. That yeah, I've gotten a couple and then of those. every month now I get a free book on Audible, right? And I get a free book um, for my Kindle. Yeah. I, I mean, they give me a selection of like, you know, some months I don't like it, you know, right, what I mean? right. or whatever. That's how everyone else does it too. You know, Microsoft might throw me some free games, I might not like them, but they're fucking free. Fuck it, <laughs> right? You know, don't complain. Well, that's you know, the thing. So like, um, and, and also for uh, Prime members, yeah. Um, I think I mentioned this a few months ago on one of the articles for the website, but uh, you get if you order pre-order a game or get it the week it's released, 
you get 20% off the, um, the, the cover price. Yeah. See, I didn't know that shit. Yeah. Cause I was looking at, that's dope. I, I was, um, cause I was looking at possibly getting the new call of duty game because I really want that, you know, uh, modern warfare remaster. Um, yeah. and it's like 79, but if I order it through Amazon, I can actually get it for 69 bucks. So, you know, it's that kind of thing. Every little bit counts, dude. I know, and I'm I was thinking, I got well, only ten bucks more than the other one, so you know, than the basic one, so that were, that's not too bad. But that's yeah, that's how they get you too. It's yeah. only it's only ten bucks more, <laughs> right? Whatever. I mean, it's ten bucks more because we, otherwise it'd be twenty bucks more, and it's like here, it's like oh, it's ten bucks more, so maybe. But yeah, so um, and and also with the with the gaming ones, you can get them the day they're released because I've pre-ordered um, movies from them, and I get them like the day the day they're released on. Um, uh, uh, the Tuesdays they're like released, so because I've done that with what did I do? Civil War and the Transformers movie. Um, I got that the day it came out, and the Flash season th- two, and uh, I can't remember one of. The, oh, I think I got Heat on that one. I got that the day it was released. So yeah, it's it's they Amazon's really throwing a lot out there to entice yeah. people to get it. And yeah, I've gotten to that point where if I have to wait more than two days, fuck it, I'm not dealing with it. The only thing that i haven't and and i've only gone in there a couple times but their video streaming i haven't really found anything that i'm super excited about yeah I, like they have the the batman animated series that's right that's they have all it, the doctor you know? who the all the doctor who series now yeah and, that's good and um and yeah because i actually did that today because i was sitting down and i was looking through amazon and i was like no eh. oh they have that that's cool and then but I ended Netflix kind of got that shit off. I know, but then though, I go back thing. to Netflix and I ended up watching something over there. So, you know, but what can you do? But see, that's the thing about Amazon, though. You could pay the hundred a year for one of those things, but you still get all of it. Right. You know what I mean? Like if you just wanted their music streaming, you're still getting everything. Yeah. You know, I mean, so it's I, just I, dope. I specifically got it because of the two day free shipping. But that's why I got it. Too. And, and, you know, I've. I think in most instances, I've probably, because uh, I got it in February. Oh, I think I did the 30-day trial in January. So I think I pretty much kind of, yeah, I think it's already kind of paid for itself <laughs> in a right. lot of those things. But, you know, then, you know, Amazon, and then I listened to the streaming stuff and things like that. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think now, as opposed to when it first came out, when it was just two-day shipping, and um, and then you get their video stuff, I, I think now it's it's a lot, it's, it definitely is more worth it now than it was when they first started it. Yeah, I definitely use their, um, I use their music thing every day. And now I use Audible. I haven't I have done it every day, Audible. but I, I, Audible now has, um, I think they call it stations or something, mm-hmm. where it's like their own um, original content. It's like podcasts, basically. Uh-huh. But um, there was one on there that was really interesting where it's, it's this father and son, and the father's taking his son around the country to to teach him history where it actually happened hmm. so the first episode was kind of real he they went to a um a slavery museum that had just opened in louisiana and you get to hear you know them go through the tour but then you also get to hear the son the son 16 you get to hear his reaction to it okay. and how he says they don't teach it like this in school like it's just real interesting shit hmm. you know what i mean like yeah. i love that like when i'm at work I need something. I need yeah. content because my job's kind of monotonous, you know. So, any content's fine. I have my headphones in all day now, just like <laughs> jamming and shit. Uh, I you wish know. I could do that. 
You can't listen to headphones at work? I'm on headsets at work. Oh, yeah, you're on the phone all yeah. day, huh? Yeah. Fuck that. I know. I was like, ugh. I could just have a mundane job like that where I could just, sh- you know, fucking fill up my phone with just random content and just sit there and just like that's what i because i've been trying when my uh, well, in my old position to... i did that i i yeah. downloaded a uh, fucking season one of uh, daredevil and just listened to it while i was on there you know that's what i've been trying to do is like i'm like i need to if i have this at least eight hours sometimes 12 because i work a lot of overtime i have all this time where i can listen to things like all i want right. let's listen to some stuff that's that's kind of enriching my shit like that's how i get my news now yeah like nbc nightly news they put it as a audio podcast the next day it's oh, like man. a 30 30 minute podcast listen to it every morning while i'm drinking my coffee i'm <laughs> such a fucking adult <laughs> you know it's so cool because we have this this chick maria she's older she's like in her 50s mm-hmm. but she has a boyfriend who works at like a food distribution company or something mm-hmm. and gives her free coffee free creamer free everything Good. and she doesn't drink coffee so she brings it in, uses the coffee machine that we have in the break room, and fills this giant fucking airtight container that she brought in. We're just fucking drinking coffee all day. Yeah. You know, I'm like, shit, you know, I don't mind coming to work, just right. hanging out. <laughs> nice. Until work creeps in. Right, and then work has to fuck up for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> fuck up the fun. Uh, um, all right. Well, I think on that note, we... Uh, why don't we jump into the the pull list? Let's do it. All right. So um, we've modified the pull list a little bit. Uh, before we were doing our top five pulls for the week, basically because, you know, we rearranged some stuff and added something. We had to kind of make a cut somewhere. And sometimes it's actually kind of hard to pull five, <laughs> five in a week. Uh, yeah. But uh, this one, it's pulling to where we've reduced it to our top three pulls of the week. And yeah, so that that's kind of where it's it's going to be um, where it's going to be heading from now um, here on out because we have uh, an old section that's returning after this, and we'll get into that when we when we get there. But uh, yeah, so now we're going to do top three pulls of the week. So uh, oh, and one other thing, I'm I'm uh, I was going to mention this to you before the show, but I, I forgot was that. I feel so behind on my DC stuff because I was doing all the stuff for Marvel that I think I'm just going to kind of drop reading DC just as a recreation because there's actually so much for Marvel that I, I you know, I have to kind of, I mean, that that's what I do anyway. Yeah. I don't, I don't read Marvel, you know, so, but I'm actually um, thinking of all of, of maybe trying to pick up some like image titles too, and, mm. uh, because they don't release a whole lot, which is the good thing. They don't. They don't release. I was. You know lot. what? What's funny? I was thinking that same shit because I only read DC. Yeah, and and, and, I, and it's I, and there's also like some from like IDW and from Image that I would. Re- I mean, I'm, I probably won't read their whole stuff, but anything that kind of interests me, I may pull and then see. And if that's it, then I may just instead of being like a Marvel pull list, just my pull list. Right. You know. Yeah, that's cool. So. I felt behind big time this, um, <laughs> last month. Like I was just doing other things, and I didn't read any of my DC shit. I was like, "Fuck!" I had to do some catching up. Yeah, I only had like a gig le- gig of memory left on my iPad when I was looking at my. I'm like, "Oh fuck!" Ah. <laughs> ah. Yeah, I have a tablet that I'm, I'm gonna use. I read them on my computer now, but right. my tablet screen is fucking cracked. The tablet works. It's just the screen. My kid dropped the fucking tablet, hmm. so I need to. Uh, so you put in them to work like out I have, the fields to repay for that screen? 
I'm gonna fucking kick that kid out. <laughs> She's four. She can get a job. Exactly. You, know? you can live out in the street. I was actually looking. I'm from I was the actually streets. looking at. Um, I was looking at that that ten inch Kindle because the price is right on that. It's like two twenty. Yeah. The Kindle Fire. Oh right. Know? It's a little bit um, of a pain in the ass to have comics on there. Is it? Yeah, because I had the my Fire. That's why I got the iPad because it was just easier to put comics on my ipad than it well, was on the i'm top. not gonna get an iPad. well i know that but it, you can't do it it's just it doesn't have the the response i mean if i you, should say fuck it and just go get the new note tablet the one that those tablets are nice oh the n- tablets i thought you meant the uh, yeah not the blow up one <laughs> i don't like that up. feature yeah <laughs> <laughs> i know like you know you want a smoking hot uh <laughs> galaxy note <laughs> right yeah smoking hot indeed These i love are the fucking memes that came out though <laughs> You see fucking Two Face from the movie. He's like, I don't know what everyone's talking about. I love my fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this I was actually upset because I wanted to get that. One. I remember that. I remember you saying like, Yeah, I want to get that Note Seven. And then it started blowing up, and I'm like, Oh, maybe not. <laughs> Literally. Like, I was like, Fuck. Yeah, when somebody said, but you yeah, know that what? Note like, Seven I, was I, blowing up. You're like, Yeah, no shit, it was blowing up. I was talking. I was talking about that to a couple of people, and they were like, "Oh, Samsung shit now." I'm like, you know what? I think Samsung has a pretty solid track record. Yeah. That even though this is pretty fucking embarrassing, they'll fix it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it's just it sucks that it's happening, but I don't think it's because the company sucks. Yeah, well, I it's remember, probably whoever they got their batteries from. Yeah, well, I remember Apple had that same problem with what the five or the six or the five well, S or something like that. No, right, right, we, right. We can't, we we can't talk no. about that with Apple. Yeah, that was user error. They were, they were doing that. <laughs> yeah, the so. batteries are blowing up. Then they're doing something wrong. Wait, what? <laughs> they weren't, they weren't reading the instruction. <laughs> anyway, anyways, give me your so my list top for this three. Week. So, so Steve has has this thing where he looks up the. Uh, he'll have like who wrote it and who did that and you know stuff like that. So I started doing that. Step my fucking game up. <laughs> so. These are in no particular order. I don't put them in order because it's like choosing what's my favorite kid. I can't. Well, I can some days. <laughs> I was going to say. I can't. Here's some days, you know. <laughs> um, so the first one I'm talking about is the Flash 7. Um, actually, if, if there had to be a favorite out of this three, it would probably be the Flash because this this was the shit. Um, written by Joshua William, Williamson. Cover, inks, and pencils. Go to Carmine D. Gianda Mendico <laughs> and color uh, by Ivan uh, Plasenkia. I think I know why I never did this. <laughs> um, so th- this this is kind of the culmination of Godspeed, right? So we finally are knowing who Godspeed is, what he's doing, what the intention is. I'm not going to say who he is just in case you're falling behind because it is a pretty big reveal. But you will you will be like, what the fuck? Like it was so good. Um, What's his mother named his- Martha? No, his mother's name was not fucking Martha. Damn it. Um, we're talking about comic books now. We're not talking about the cinematic universe. Oh, oh right, 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 right. I get you. Right. So um, a lot of fighting going on. A lot of, a lot of tense moments. Um, also, the whole everybody has the speed force thing, which I didn't like. Um, it has is kind of solving itself, especially in this issue. Um we're seeing new alliances forming and old alliances dying out. A lot fucking happens in this book. And the visuals are awesome. Speed Force is always great if you get a good artist. It's all that fucking lightning bolt shit. You know? Um, 
great book. Really makes you think too. It's one of those like taking if is taking it too far justified sometimes if you if you're trying to do what's right. Books that make you go hmm. Books that make you go hmm. <laughs> um. So yeah, it's it's really good. If if you're into the Flash, definitely pick it up. Uh, and still, Godspeed, one of the greatest new uh, comic book character names. I mean, it's just so fitting. Godspeed. Um, my next pick is Hal Jordan and the Green Lanterns Corp. Number five. Um, so this one, we're getting into the meat of it too. So we're, we're finding out. Um, we're finding out uh, Hal Jordan, where he's at. Um, and he's he's getting back in the mix because he was he was kind of detained by um, the Sinestro Corp and shit like that. Um, the oh fuck, I'm having a brain. My brain is just stopping from moving. <laughs> this is why Steve tells me to write notes, and I think I'm going to start doing it because I get going and I'm just like, duh. Yeah, I know. That's what I was um, like, kind of writing that out because I know I'm going to fuck up and forget right. shit. Um, the Green Lanterns are back in effect, and they their um their presence is known now by the right people, and they're starting to get caught up on what what's going on, what what the problem is, and what needs to be fixed, and they're ready to handle it. Um, Guy Garner is being tortured, and he's being a fucking badass about it. He just keeps reciting the Green Lantern oath over <laughs> and over again. Like they 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 keep asking him things and hurting him, and he just keeps. He, on brightest day and darkest night, he just keeps reciting. I'm like, this motherfucker's a G. You ain't getting shit from him. So it's, it was, it's, it was it's cool. his version of the, uh, was it name, rank, and uh, serial name, number? Name, rank, serial number. Yeah, that's basically what it was. It was so fucking good. You know, he's being kind of a dick, too, and stuff like that. So I'm like, this this is dope. Like, it's really shaping up to, it's getting, and you can really tell that they're really building up to a giant fucking fight. You know, so it, it's, it's, it's good. It's good, motherfucker. And um, it, it, it's cool, too, because, like, it's one of the comics that I really kind of regret not because I had to give up my DC stuff. Like, I was really excited about the Hal Jordan and the Green Lanterns one. And you know how I felt about Green Lantern books. Hey, one or two DC comics aren't going to hurt you. <laughs> right? Just saying. Um, I like Silk. I haven't read it in a while though, but I was reading it. I thought it was dope. Yeah, Silk's a good book. Um, she's hot too. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's that too. My last since we were gone for a month, this one's this one's a little this one is the last issue. Um, or the issue bef- the issue before the last one. So this is Batman number six. Now Batman number seven is a completely different story. It's it's almost like they um they took a break from the main story and now they're telling this one. And I really hope they don't do like that Wonder Woman shit. Mm-hmm. It's gonna bug me, but um, because what's the point of having a biannual book if you're just telling two different stories <laughs> in the <laughs> month? You basically have two annual books, right? Um, but this one is uh, the the new the Gotham Kids. I keep forgetting their name, but the uh, the what Gotham Knight boy, Gotham Gotham Knight, I think, yeah, and Gotham Girl, yeah, Gotham Girl. Um, and the guy is obviously a few issues back he went insane because psycho pirate really twisted his mind mm-hmm. and he had to be taken down so he was taken down um but gotham girl's still kind of fucked up from psycho pirate but she's doing she's trying to do what's right but she's running around she's basically talking to her dead brother while she like like he's really there like he, she's losing it 
And Batman's main goal is really to try to help her. And he does the whole, you know, I lost my parents and I can relate to your pain. And But it works. It's not campy or anything. My favorite part of this issue, so Gotham Girl's just running around from, from villain to villain because she's trying to basically distract herself from the actual problem she needs to face, which is her grief. Um, and the, the villains they're pulling out <laughs> are just like Kite Man and Captain Blimp. Jesus. <laughs> just the silliest fucking villains. And she, she dispatches them like nothing. <laughs> like it's not, it's no problem whatsoever. But there's so much comedy in it. And it's, it's funny because the book is not funny. It's not meant to be funny. This girl's grieving and she's kind of crazy and, and, there's bigger things happening. There's actually a conversation between Batman and uh, Amanda Waller at the end. We're looking at some stuff gearing up for that. So mm. um, it's it's pretty interesting. Uh, <laughs> just fucking kite man and shit. Like, just put Calendar Man back in there and call it a day, all right? Calendar Man's too legit. You can't put him in that second string shit. <laughs> fuck. That's a ri- the, I mean, the only, I mean, him and the Joker are at the same level. Oh, at this, at this point. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so yeah, th- those are my picks. Um, and I didn't say who wrote. Now nah, I got to do it because I wrote it down. So I'm doing it. So Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps was written by Robert Venditti. Pencil, ink, and cover goes to Ethan Van Shriver and Jason Wright collectively. And color was Jason Wright. Batman's kind of long. So Batman number six, written by Tom King. Pencil by Ivan Rides. Ink is Matt Banning, Scott Hanna, and Joe Prado. Color is Jordy, 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 Jordy Belair, and uh, Marcelo Mayo Maiolo. A lot of fucking Italians doing some work over there. Isn't some fucking mafia shit? <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, the cover is done by Matt Banning, Jordy Bellari, David Finch, and Danny Miki. And I will be better at remembering to say those things when they are appropriate to say. <laughs> I love you all. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, all right. So these are my picks for last week's comic release for Marvel. Uh, this week actually had quite a few books that I that I liked. But when I pick my top three, I always go, okay, which ones do I want to talk about? And the ones that I remember, like, immediately are the ones that I know are going to go on my list. Right. Um, so, but there were a couple that when I looked back, I was like, oh, that was good, too. So I'm going to give a couple of honorable mentions. And uh, so it, some issues that were good this week was Captain Marvel number nine, which continues the whole Civil War two storyline. Steve Rogers, Captain America number five, which, you know, the whole Hydra thing, it's 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 tying in with Civil War. And Kingpin number three, this one actually battled out for my third pick for the week. Um, If you remember a couple weeks back, or a couple months back probably, I didn't really, I gave it kind of like, eh, kind of a review off the first issue. Issue number two and definitely issue three really picked up. So uh, this particular issue introduces Frank Castle. And it's always interesting when Frank Castle comes to play with the Kingpin. Uh, so that issue actually was, was, was good, but I think it beat out my number three. Um, it didn't beat out my number three, which was Ms. Marvel number 11. Uh, I've always kind of spoken well about this comic because 
it has a little lighter flow to it, but it's actually kind of becoming a little more real, I guess. Because since the start of Civil War, Kamala Khan has always had a tough time determining which side of the war she should be on. She has allegiance to Captain Marvel, who is her namesake and role model, but after some of the events in the series, she is unsure if she is doing the right thing or just following on blind faith. Now, G. Willow Wilson has pushed her character to the breaking point in the solo series. After being made leader of the, quote, predictive justice team, she is quickly beginning to see that this is not all it's cracked up to be. After her best friend Bruno is seriously injured in a freak accident, Kamala is determined to see if the precog Ulysses is not the savior Captain, Marvel's, Captain Marvel thinks. During that time, she finally has a showdown with Becky, who is planning to insert herself in Ms. Marvel's spot when she finally clashes with Captain Marvel. Iron Man's unexpected arrival begins to show that her allegiance has changed and, she, and maybe she should not be the namesake that she revered for so long. The artwork by uh, Takeshi Mizawa and Adrian Alfona is beautifully done, defined, but at the same time kind of unfinished, which gives the book a lot of its charm. Uh, always been a solid title for me, and it's nice to see G. Willow Wilson allowing the char character to grow and try to find her own way in the Marvel Universe. Um, number two is Spider-Gwen number 12. Jason Latour has had a lot of fun in this parallel world of Spider-Gwen, giving some of the age-old characters we have seen in the main Marvel Universe a new look, a new persona entirely. In this universe, Matt Murdock is the kingpin, while Frank Castle has been operating War Machine tech for Stark. The ongoing storyline is coming um, to a close between the final showdown between Castle and Gwen's father, Captain Stacy, for knowing and shielding the identity of Spider-Woman from the public and police. This story pushes Gwen and her father's relationship to the breaking point when he, is decided, when he has to decide what to do between protecting Gwen from Castle and serving justice. The result isn't all that surprising, but the, pers but the person that offers her help at the end is a great twist. Uh, Jason Latour knows how to push his characters to the emotional breaking point, but steers clear of melodrama. Robbie Rodriguez's artwork is clean and powerful, a lot of blacks and bright colors and contrast to one another really makes for uh, just a, like it almost makes it artwork like if you just took the lettering out it could actually just be art on your wall um, if you haven't been reading this title you should definitely start following it and my number one book of the week is an annual and it's Deadpool annual number one Growing up, I was a huge fan of the Saturday morning cartoon Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends. Uh, it focused on Peter Parker, Iceman, and Firestar and their adventures to fight villains, uh, the villains of New York. In this story, done in that same vein, Peter has gone missing and Deadpool decides to show up and take over Spider-Man's place. He does, it doesn't take long for their attention to be drawn to the Sinister Six robbing a bank. During the battle... Deadpool does what he does best and shoots Mysterio square in the head, killing him. Mm. Deadpool then tells them that the Sinister Six killed Parker and they turn to get their revenge on Peter's killers. In one swift stroke, Deadpool turns them from Saturday morning heroes to Punisher-style killers. Yeah. <laughs> of course, we find out what truly happens and this changes them forever. This is even a great, there is even a great Deadpool movie sequel reference within the story. 
there is a short in the middle of the book that is a classic uh, PSA of what to do in a in a fire with Deadpool and Bob. And there's also another short that has that's a new flesh story. It was okay, but the first two stories are worth the price of the book. Gary Dugan and Brian uh, Posen do some great writing in those stories, and Scott Coblish captures the look and style of the old NBC cartoon. Nostalgia will get me every time. Um, it was amazing when I saw the cover. I was like, "Oh, this should be funny." And then when I was reading, I'm like, "Oh my god, this looks like the fucking cartoon!" And oh, it was awesome. They start killing off the sinister six it was amazing it's it's definitely not for kids <laughs> there's even that disclaimer on there if you're a kid you shouldn't be you should close this book right now but uh it, it's a it's a great annual i loved it annuals are always so much fun oh i know they can pretty much do whatever the fuck they want oh yeah because it's totally out of time and you don't have to worry about it at all so uh so yeah so those are my picks for uh for this week and uh and yeah so I think it's time we move into the final segment of our show, which is the return of Douchebag of the Week. So, all right. So for my Douchebag of the Week, normally when we have douchebags on the show, they generally come from the United States. That isn't a biased comment. That's strictly based on fact. However, this particular one comes from our sensible neighbor to the north. Ottawa police arrested 31-year-old Andy Brown after searching his anal cavity and found four condoms filled with frozen chicken nuggets. According to a McDonald's spokesperson, David Knox, that's got to suck when you're a spokesperson for a corporation like McDonald's and not talking about like, you know, oh, our new Happy Meals have this or, oh, we're introducing this. No, we're talking about a guy who stuffed chicken McNuggets up his ass. I mean, that's just like. <laughs> that's got to be the low point of your job. <laughs> I mean, think about it. This this shit is gross, man. It's, I look this shit up when you put it on. I'm like, is it even necessary to do that much shit to steal the nuggets? Like that. That's my question. Well, the well the thing is, and, and and I mentioned this to somebody. Somebody, well, don't they get like a discount or like free lunch? Like, do you have to steal that shit? <laughs> it's like, oh my. But even God. then, how hot is it? If you read the article, there's no cameras. Until they start suspecting. Right. So how how does it just pick up the case <laughs> and, walk, and walk the fuck out with it? Right. Disguise it as trash or something. <laughs> yeah, so Weird. Brown's employer had suspected him of taking food for some time but wasn't able to find anything on him. <laughs> he wasn't looking at him. Oh. Um, yeah. Uh, quote, the store manager noticed six months ago that large quantities of nuggets were missing, Knox told reporters. We installed additional security cameras at various strategic locations throughout the restaurant, but we were unable to f- identify the problem. We were extremely shocked when we saw him going inside the freezer with his, hand, with his hand full of condoms and lubricant. They noted that they searched him on five occasions and came up empty. When they searched his locker, they found a large jar of Vaseline and dozen of unused condoms. And judging by the mugshot, he surely wasn't getting any action, if you know what I mean. Now... Brown faces five charges of petty theft and two charges of possession of stolen property after allegedly stealing more than 80 pounds of chicken nugget McNuggets between the month of December 2015 and September 2016. Oh, Canada. Oh, Canada. You have some uh, you have some interesting people up there. 
you would expect that in America, but Canada, step your <laughs> fucking game up. Right, I know, right? right? <laughs> Canada, it's like, come on, dude. You're, you're, you're the sensible neighbor to the north. Come on. Right. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to be the example for us that exactly. we ignore. Right. <laughs> right, that we, that we constantly ignore. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Jesus. So, Can you imagine the aftertaste of those? Oh, God, don't even. <laughs> I don't want to know. The aftertaste of chicken nuggets that normally isn't out that great. Yeah, I know. That's what I was thinking, like, yeah, you know how, you know, when you eat like a 10 piece and you kind of have that after this, can you imagine like, no, actually, no, I don't want to imagine that. I'm okay. okay. I'm just going to, yeah, I'm going to pass on that imagining. <laughs> um, so let's bring it back to our fair nation. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I was, this happened in Florida because. Because it's Florida? <laughs> because it did. Um, an Orlando man who was arrested after police police officers mistook Krispy Kreme donut glaze for crystal meth has been cleared. <laughs> Daniel Frederick Rushing, 64, was arrested on a possession of methamphetamine charge uh, after he was pulled over for speeding back in December. So he was speeding. Right. That he was doing. That, that was the initial to, charge. Yeah. Right. According to an Orlando police report. During the stop, an officer noticed a, quote, rock-like substance, end quote, on the floorboard of Rushing's car. Uh, the report says, I recognize through my 11 years of training and experience as a law enforcement officer the substance to be some sort of narcotic. Right. <laughs> According to the report, two separate field tests were performed and both came back positive for the presence of amphetamines. Uh, <laughs> Rushing was handcuffed, booked into county jail, and strip searched, and it wasn't until the state crime lab did another test several weeks later that he was cleared, wow. the Orlando Sentinel reported. Uh, it was credible. It was incredible. He told the Sentinel, "It feels it feels scary when you haven't done anything wrong and got arrested. It's just a terrible feeling." Well, you were speeding, right? But what happened to them donuts, though? Oh, yeah. I want to know. <laughs> After know. that fucking chicken nugget story, I don't want to <laughs> know what happened. Um, he arrest he, his arrest came after he had dropped off a neighbor at the hospital for a chemotherapy session, and went to give another friend who worked at a 7-Eleven a ride home. This is like Dudley Do-Right. This is fucking helping everybody and shit. Yeah. Um, I kept telling them, this is a quote from him, I kept telling them that's glaze from a donut. They tried to say it was crack cocaine at first. Then they said, no, it's meth, crystal meth, he told the newspaper. His arrest report confirms that he tried to explain to police that he didn't have any drugs. So they put that in the report, I guess. Uh, another another quote. Rushing, <laughs> Rushing stated that the substance is sugar from a Krispy Kreme donut that he ate. Wrote the officer who made the arrest, Captain Shelby Riggs Hopkins, yeah, uh, an eight-year department veteran. In a statement to the paper, Orlando police said the arrest was lawful, but didn't explain why the two field tests were wrong. <laughs> Rushing has hired a lawyer to seek out damages from the city, and he would deserve that first strip search for no reason. Exactly. Um, but I mean, okay, I've had my Krispy question, Kreme my donuts. My question is, though, this is my question, though. Before we get into the jokes, because <laughs> there, there's a plenty. <laughs> um, why did the what field tests were they running? Because when they say field tests to me, I, I imagine what I see cops doing where they put the drug. In, in that little vial, vial yeah. and it, it comes up with a color. Right. So what the fuck is in Krispy Kreme sugar? Because <laughs> I I, yeah. that's the thing. It's like I'm like I've had Krispy Kreme donuts. Um, I've seen the glaze. Yeah, it's a little thicker than normal donuts, but 
I mean, it's I'm, I'm it doesn't it, look like meth. I mean, <laughs> I, I, not that I have experience with knowing what meth looks like, but I'm pretty sure it probably doesn't look like that. You know, it's like <laughs> eight years from experience. This is somebody who was like. You know, one of these days, I'm going to get one of them big drug busts. Well, let's not forget that this fucking... The, the, the officer that arrested the man said in his report, I recognize through my 11 years of training and experience as a law enforcement officer, the substance to be some sort of narcotic. Now, you didn't recognize shit. You didn't get those glasses checked. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> in 11 years, and then didn't the article say eight years? So I don't know. He, so he, he's, he's lying. He, he don't even know how Why many. See, he's been lie. taking so much. He's been taking so much crystal meth. He don't even know how many, how long he's been he's a cop. Been smoking. He's been smoking so many glazed donuts. <laughs> this motherfucker don't know what's going on. Uh, you're gonna tell me he doesn't know what a Krispy Kreme uh, glaze no. looks like? Come on. In the South, right, bruh? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> they know what Krispy Kreme's about, right? It's like saying you're in Boston, you don't know what fucking Dunkin' Donuts coffee tastes like. Don't lie. <laughs> right. You know. Oh, man. Oh, I was going to tell you, um, I was watching uh, For the Love of Spock, that documentary that his son did about um, Leonard Nimoy. Oh, yeah. Um, I didn't know the dude was born and raised in Boston. Now you know. Yeah. He's a Boston I also boy. did not know that. I know he, he lived there for a while. I didn't know he was uh, he was raised there, though. Yeah. And then... then uh, he, when he was 18, he moved out to California. Listen, the chance of, if you love someone, the chance of them being from Boston or having some sort of affiliation to Boston is pretty high. <laughs> it's a wonderful fucking Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. Batman's from Boston, bitches. <laughs> Get your fucking mind right. <laughs> All right. So. Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you, uh, what was it? Uh, what was that? Uh, Seth Meyers, uh, Boston thing. You know, really like <laughs> Batman go. You from Boston Common? And start naming off different. How about we meet over near? Oh, yeah, <laughs> I need. I need to watch it again. <laughs> that shit's hilarious. That shit was so funny. <laughs> I showed that to my mom, and I thought she was crying. <laughs> she was laughing so fucking hot. Oh, man. All right, so we want to hear your words. You can comment on all the aforementioned. All, all your words, because we know you have really good words. Yeah, we know you have really good words, and in the age of Trump, you know, he's got, he knows a lot of words. So we want to hear all your words. Uh, so comment on all our social media havens. You can go ahead and tell us your thoughts, requests, or just say hi on our Facebook page, Google+, Instagram, and even Snapchat. Um, you can find the links to a lot of our sites on our website, thelazygeeks.com. And you can also find me on the interwebs on Twitter, a middle-aged geek, Instagram, middle-aged underscore geek, or check out my blog, themiddleagegeek.com. And I am, if you're interested in me, me, <laughs> Twitter, at sapientlg. Get at me. Get at him. Because Twitter's where it's all about for him. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, you know. Right. <laughs> I don't do blogs and all that. You're you're listening to my blog. Yeah, yeah this so. is this is his, this is his uh, con stream of consciousness blog, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right, so be sure to tune in on Thursday for the return of just another podcast. 
So that is it for us this week. So until next time, peace out. This has been a production of the Lazy Geeks Network, available only at thelazygeeks.com. Goodbye.